Hi, this is Molly Campbell. And this is Liz Ryan. And this is Human Workplace Lunch Hour, Episode 11. It's our first episode of 2015. How so about that? exciting! Yay! <laughs> so what's our topic, Molly? Well, today we're going to be talking about office drama. Where does it come from and what can we do about it? I just know it's stressful. I, I just remember getting worn out by office drama. How about you? Yep, wears you down. Takes your focus away from whatever you're trying to do at work. And on top of that, office drama can really affect your sleep and your equilibrium. Mm -hmm. And it can really damage your mojo level. Yep. Uh, my dad always used to say to me, watch your imperturbability. Heck of a word, but uh, very, very great advice when you're upset. Hard to hear, but yes. uh, good advice. And it's a hard thing to do when there's office drama flying around you. So when, when you talk about office drama, tell us what you mean exactly. Well, office drama is really like living in a soap opera. You know, you have to, you have work you're trying to mm -hmm. do, uh, but there's people who get into the soap opera quality of, of what's going uh -huh. on, and um, they get a whole lot more satisfaction out of stirring the pot, you know? Uh -huh. They like to gossip, they like conflict, you know, they get a lot more satisfaction out of that than they do from their actual work. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we can feel sorry for those people, but we still have to deal with them. Yeah. Um, so the hardest part of dealing with office drama can be steering clear of it. Yeah, but you got to, right? You get sucked into the mire. It's like being in the middle of a wearing blender. I remember. I remember. What did this one say about me? And then what did she say about him <laughs> that he thought she didn't see the email until after the set? <laughs> and it doesn't end, right? Yeah. So what do you do? How how do you navigate? Well, I, I thought we could talk about it in the form of a story today. Great. And I'm going to call the guy in the story Marvin. Okay. He's actually... Uh, a client of ours, mm -hmm. and we worked with him last year, but let's just change the name okay. to protect everything, all the confidentiality that were um, so important to us. So so Marvin, the setup is this. Marvin's a manager at a large multinational employer, okay. and he had a boss who was sort of a lightning rod in the company. Some people liked Marvin's boss, some didn't. So his boss was shaking things up. Mm -hmm. Marvin noticed that people started to act differently toward him depending on how they felt about his boss, right? Uh -huh. Boss's name is Stan. Okay. Um, also changed name. Marvin got a lot of what you might call disses, uh -huh. okay, from people who didn't like Stan's worldview. These people really were tagging Marvin with whatever feelings they had about his boss, Stan, and they stopped returning his phone calls and email messages, mm -hmm. and Marvin became the, quote, enemy of uh. these folks, some of whom he'd worked with for years because they didn't like his boss. So you're on the wrong team. Mm -hmm. Okay. So these were folks who worked alongside Marvin but reported to other executives. Mm -hmm. So their executive bosses very likely were rattled by Stan's hard-charging approach and the innovations he was pushing for. Okay. So in true office politics fashion, they all began to stonewall Marvin and stopped cooperating with him. Ugh. Their defiance was really hurting Marvin's ability to do his job. And so, you know, it really stressed him out terribly. And that's why he called us, okay. if you can remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So we worked with Marvin on taking his view of the situation up to a higher level. It is so easy when you're in the middle of an office drama trauma situation 
to get uh, right down into the mud. And it's easy <laughs> yeah. to get angry and look for someone, point fingers, you know, someone to make you uh, make you right and make the other person wrong. Right. Because right. It's, it, these are diametrically opposed right. camps, right? right? So the interesting thing about Stan and Marvin's situation is that Stan's a very powerful executive. And he could have snapped his fingers and gotten any one of these difficult people fired at any moment, okay. right? So Marvin didn't want to use what he called the nuclear option and rat out his uncooperative teammates to stand, so he called us to get our help in finding a less combative resolution. And one of the things he said was, I don't believe that Mike makes right. Okay, this is coming back to me now. Yeah. So so here's the guy, so it's interesting, because his boss is the hard-charging guy that has friends and enemies, which is reactionometer stuff. We've been talking about that forever. Right. Some people are going to like the idea, some are not. But instead of people talking about it, they're taking it out on the underling, not to call Marvin an underling, but relative well, to his in boss. The, in the, on yeah. the org, org chart, right? Yeah, he is. And so they're taking it out like, I'm going to make I'm gonna make sure you know that you're, you're tarred with the same brush as your boss. And, and, you know, our team is against your team now, and but they're not going to say it. They're not going to say it. I, I recall one conversation with this Marvin, Molly, you, you might remember this, where you were talking about, you know, sort of going into a monk, a monastic <laughs> no, mode. Do you remember that? About this imperturbability yes. thing you mentioned yeah. about what if you didn't play? What if you continued to deal with people in a friendly, polite, open, appreciative way um, they obviously are not in a place where they can acknowledge their feelings and the hostility, and the, which is fear, right? Right. And and so literally we, we, we walked through the typical thing. You sent an email and there's no response. You send another email, there's no response. You pick up the phone, you leave a voicemail, there's no response. And so, you know, assuming you're in the same physical location, which, which these folks happen to be, Marvin's going to get out of his chair, walk down the hall, right. take the elevator, right. go to the thing. She's sitting there. She, he's standing in the doorway. She doesn't acknowledge him. He knocks. She doesn't acknowledge right. him. He walks over and says, Samantha, oh, you know, I wasn't sure if you had your earplugs in. Mm -hmm. um, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Open, but he's yeah. he's going to be there. Yeah. He's not going to be. The force field will not vanquish him. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to stride right through it in the same innocent way that, you know, a child would. Mm -hmm. Or someone who wasn't picking up the signals of, I hate you now. Why can't you get that message? And that's a very, very tough place to get to. Um, we were talking to him, you know, another another phrase from my family in the old days was rise above it. Mm -hmm. And this mm -hmm. concept of rise above it to do exactly what you said is a very difficult thing because you have to really get your mindset on and you have to tamp down your emotions that want to just take yes. over and what's and your problem and why won't you yes. respond and, yeah. and get and and take the sword out and start yes. being combative yes. and the 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 idea is to just keep keep hold steady, hold that rudder steady, and just keep doing your job, keep being nice, keep yes. being persistent, but keep it within the realm of nice yes. and persistent. But you have to get yourself used to it. You can't just 
um, you can't just walk down the hall and do that. You have yeah. to get your mind around it. This is what I'm going to do. This mm-hmm. is how I'm going to approach this today. I know I'm in a difficult situation. I feel like um, there's too much disturbance out there. Mm-hmm. So I have to remain calm. I have to yep. remain calm and yep. I have to steady the course. So I do have to keep saying, oh, well, I'll come back. I'll leave you a note. I'll, I'll, um, exactly. I'll, I understand I'll, I'll you're pick, busy. I'll pick a better right. day. I'll pick right. a better day. Right. You know, I. It's funny because um, when you don't, <laughs> it's oh. Tommy. It's Tommy. <laughs> okay, Tom. You don't like where you're sitting, so we'll move you. All right. Okay. It's all good. He likes right. his place now. Yeah, okay. he's he just is in the wrong place. So you know, um, you know this idea talk about of discord. I'm telling energy. you, talk about he discord. Was picking up on it. <laughs> you know when you. Give the benefit of the doubt yeah. to an infinite degree. That's hard because you get mad and you say, you know what? I'm done with your BS. I know you're not returning my... You're dying to say it. Dying to say it. And you say, but it's actually the higher place is to not say that. Yeah. And and to stay open and say they're dealing with whatever they're dealing with, this person. They're going through whatever they're going through. I'm not going to make value judgments. I'm not going to cast aspersions. I'm not going to attribute... Uh, the observed, you know, behavior to certain things that I'm sure are in their mind because we really don't know. And people are going to warm up, and they did warm up for Marvin. Took what six weeks? Oh yeah, do you Seven remember? Weeks? We, remember we told him to write out um, the. There was a phrase, and it was. I remember we talked to him about. Um, you're trained to use your political might, exactly. but. Pat- Pretend you have no Pretend mind. you have no mind. Pretend right. you have no what mind. What would you do? Mm-hmm. Because we do get trained, and, and that's the allure of the politics, mm-hmm. isn't it? Oh, you're mm-hmm. going to get more power, and then with more power to wield, you'll be able to get more of what you want. And what was interesting about that is that Marvin was getting a lot of learning from his um, lightning rod boss, Stan, who also wasn't using his political might to get what he Which wanted. Which he easily could have he done. He could have. this was a very, could power, have. very powerful man. Powerful man. And yeah. he said, you know what? People are going to come around to this idea at their own pace. And I have some time. I don't have an infinite amount of time, but I have some time, which, you know, you're going to have to build that in to any kind of change effort, any kind of innovation or shaking up the status quo, some, some period of time, right? Um, because it's a physical process for people to lose the fear and to get comfortable. That's right. And we find that, obviously, even with job seekers. That's right. A lot of times, first, when we suggest, you know, kind of our job search approach, it's scary to them. They said, it sounds it scary. And they need time to get used to it. So, you know, big applause for Marvin because he really surmounted in the true sense of rising above yeah. that issue such that, like, two months later, it was no problems. And the most recalcitrant person and the most difficult person was completely fine and back to normal. But they never came to blows. They never got into it. Well, your boss is more powerful and my boss is... Because the bomb was diffused. Yeah. He didn't light that fuse every day. Yeah. He just sat back and waited for the waters to calm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and when he finally talked to Stan about this thing, when the danger mm-hmm. was passed mm-hmm. and he wasn't... There was no sense that if I tell Stan about this, he's going to come down like a ton of bricks on these people. Mm-hmm. And Stan says, well, I really appreciate your handling it that way because, you know, at a higher level, that's what I was trying to do. And I don't want our team to be known as the bullies who get up in your face and that's say we right. have the power and therefore, you know, might makes right and we're going to force this stuff through. There's so much to say 
course, about office politics, but that Absolutely. is a good story. That's a great story because he he did really truly rise above. Well, and and he also was a great a great client because he was willing to be coached. Mm-hmm. And we always talk about being coachable and being able to take suggestions mm-hmm. and take them to heart and work them through. And he admitted that it took stages for mm-hmm. him to get through to get to that point. But um, it all worked out great for the team in the end. And, you know, he actually took it for the team. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I mean, that idea of the pressure from inside and also, you know, the uh, from the hierarchical systems we work in to. To let loose, to tell people, you know, how you honestly feel and how dare you and. You don't get to do this, and I'll go over your head. And to resist all of that, and really go into like we said, this kind of Zen monk, yes, you know, mode to go into the yes. I'm gonna work yeah. this like yeah. uh, like uh, Tim Robbins in the Shawshank Redemption, yes. <laughs> little yeah. bit by little, little bit, bit by little bit. Right. And and different people have a different speed. Some people could not keep up the facade for very long, and they quickly crack. warmed up and crack. And, and then other people oh, are gonna yeah. hold out. Yeah. But we, you know, we could do a course on office politics sometime, but we got, maybe we should, (laughs) we got a long list of requested uh, courses that we're working our way through. But anyway, moving right along, should we define one of our favorite human workplace terms? Oh, I think, I think we should. Absolutely. Which one? Well, you know, there's so many of them out there, but uh, one, I think, It'd be fun to talk about today's phase transfer. Oh, phase Phase transformation. Phase transformation. Let's do. Right? We talk about that a lot because we run into it all the time. Yeah. So. Well, you know, the phase transformation thing, we talk about a lot of physical analogies, light and air and water and waves and all that stuff. We think they're highly, highly relevant to life at work. Um, And phase transformation comes from physics, and it's just, you know, the state of matter when it's changing from one state to another. Now there's... I don't even know, five or six. They're t- I mean, we, we always had liquid, solid, yep. plasma. I'm trying to think. Liquid, solid, vapor, plasma. And then uh, Eric Cornell and his team mm-hmm. came up with Bose-Einstein condensate right. and won the Nobel Peace, uh, Nobel Peace, Nobel Physics Prize. <laughs> Maybe they're up for a Peace Prize too. Nobel uh, Prize in Physics in 01, 14 years ago for Bose-Einstein condensate. But we don't need to talk about Bose-Einstein condensate today, but... <laughs> Um, but when matter's changing from one form to another, like water freezing into ice or boiling and turning into vapor, what happens is that the movement of the molecules in the substance become very chaotic and unpredictable. Whereas, you know, the movement of, of molecules in water, for example, just sitting in a pan are, beca- are a lot more predictable. And this is a characteristic of substances that are changing phase and so it's called phase transformation they're changing and that's what happens to people too right so when they enter a very rapid change state they get close to making a big change and their thinking and sometimes their actions become pretty chaotic they freak out basically they freak out and it's (laughs) happened to all of us yeah we want that clarity and certainty in reinvention i lost my job no problem i'll just get another job it's pure fear reaction. It's right on this. No problem. I'll just get another job exactly like the job I had. You know, take me three weeks. How many people have we talked to that said, you know, I'll be back to you if I don't get a job in a month? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. What? The job that you could get in a month, unless it's a survival job, you're not going to be happy with that. What are the odds? 
with the perfect job that really speaks to who you are now, which, by the way, you haven't even looked at that. Well, you haven't even reacted to what happened. So you haven't settled to get a vision for going forward. But it's It's a process. I can't be in the Mm -hmm. limbo. I can't be in the uncertainty. Mm -hmm. It's horrible. And so we always say, if you allow yourself to have the reinvention that the universe wants you to have is pushing put did push you to have by virtue of getting rid of the old job for some reason or causing you enough internal uh disequilibrium to to make a change yourself take advantage of it Absolutely. take advantage of it you know the financial piece obviously there's that's why we talk about survival jobs all the time cuz can't live on air but phase transformation is a very strange physical thing. You might sleep weirdly. You might sleep all the time. You might not sleep. Your thoughts could be very chaotic. And we think, I just want to know. I want to know. I'll go into medical and billing and coding. I just want to fix yeah. it. Because that's because that's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real thing. It's realer yeah. than I am. Yeah. And and to give yourself that time to say, okay, maybe it's crazy. I don't need to have the answer. Who has the answer about what we're going to do for the rest of our lives? And by the way, who would want it? Mm-mm. Wouldn't. No. Where's the learning? So phase transformation is a good one to keep in mind. If you or someone you love or a friend of yours is in kind of a chaotic state and they say, you know what? I'm going to go to grad school. We hear that a lot. Oh, yes, we do. I'm going to get my PhD. Yes, we do. Why? Because it's realer than me is the truth. Because then I'll have a PhD. Great. What will we do with the PhD? It sounds sure. Sounds sure. Something about it sounds like a sure thing to do. Sounds to have the way set out for me. Yeah. Are you passionate about it? No, but right now I'm just hanging out and that feels icky. Understood. I mean, prerequisite to work with us at Human Workplace in, in, in the inside the company as a staff member is you have to have been through this. You have to have been dislocated in a big way so that you recall that physical feeling and that panic. Because if you didn't have the visceral awareness of it, you couldn't help other people. Mm-hmm. So people that feel themselves in that chaos, there are definitely things they can do, right? Definitely. There's, there's uh, all kinds of of physical processes even that you can go through. You can work it out through some exercise, mm-hmm. through some deep breathing, through, you know, certainly rest. Meditation. Rest, meditation, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, of course, spending time with friends. and People that get you real friends. Real, real, real Not friends. looking for right, a job right, type right, friends. Right. Oh, I have to save me, save me, save me. This, you know, the, the essence of reinvention is that you re-remember, if that's a word, you don't need to be saved. That's right. Because nobody's going to save you. There is no one to save you. You're going to save yourself. And it's every single day, a little bit at a time. There's no, you know, what's the employment contract that someone's going to give you from the sky that says you'll never have to worry about anything again and why would you want that you might as well go into the you know into the tube full of jelly and go asleep and you know it's it's learning and learning is the real life hitting you in the air and the wind hitting you in the face and dealing with it and getting stronger and I say it like you know this is obvious but it's not obvious because when we think about work we're very oriented to think about I want something stable and secure that's right that's right and when We've seen folks go into phase transformation. It's difficult at first to convince them that's a gift. Right. It's the problem becomes an opportunity deal. Right. 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 Um, it's hard when you're in it, but when you get some perspective oh. on it, it is a gift. You're grateful. It's, it's a gift because you are able to, on the other side of it, gain clarity that you wouldn't have had if you hadn't totally. had to go through 
the face transformation. Totally. I mean, looking, looking at your path so far, very hard for some people. Reinvention Roadmap, our uh, 12-week virtual course, is starts off with looking at your path where you've right. been so far because there's so much learning in it and there's nothing to regret and nothing to feel bad about. But we have listened to a lot of messages that says, well, there really might be. I might have made big mistakes and I don't want to look at those because it feels That's unpleasant. Right. Well, let's get to the That's point right. where you can see that stuff, not as mistakes, but as incredibly important steps on your path and get the learning. Well, and don't you think a lot of the times they feel it's a mistake in hindsight because they're the person they are now, not then. Exactly. And so they need to take those exactly. steps forward from where they are now to get a better vision for where they yes. want to be. I mean, it, it is a process and it's and it's a critical one to take and there is attitude adjustments that come with it. So um All right. Yeah. So that's face transformation. Yeah. Yeah. It's normal. It happens. There's nothing it's a good thing. Good thing. Could be a little scary, but what isn't in life? Anytime you jump off any kind of little cliff, even if it's five <laughs> feet tall, it's a little bit scary. It's still something. And yeah. it's it's so we're gonna read a Yep. Letter. I always have a letter, right? So I have a letter from Evan, and Evan said, Dear Human Workplace, thank you for your article, the one you wrote, Liz, about um, business pain letter. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, I used the format of your template to create several cover letters. I could feel the wisdom in this approach as I wrote the letters because it forced me to think about how I could be of service with each company for which I plot. Uh, each company for which I applied. Mm -hmm. Immediately, I got two responses from companies that I honestly thought were out of my league. Yeah. I'm a recent college graduate, but after one interview, my now future employer told me that my cover letter was better than the ones he has gotten from MBAs. My sincere, sincere appreciation before I used business pain letters and also read other human workplace advice about personalizing your application I could barely get one interview every six weeks. With it, I landed a position from my first round of applications. I doubt I would have ended up with my new job otherwise. That's a terrific. Go, letter. Evan. Yeah, really new terrific. grad, step it out of the box. Yep. I just love it. Yep. I just love that. That's magnificent news, and we're so happy for you and your new job. And it and it is tough to convert from an old time cover letter to a business pain letter. Mm -hmm. It is it's a mind adjustment and mm -hmm. also humanizing your resume yep. from the old. This is again stepping off a little cliff, exactly. trying something new. But we always say what we say. What's it going to hurt you? What's it going to hurt? Try fifty cents it's and a half hour of your time. Just try it. Yeah, I mean you know um, we get a lot of mail asking for data. We don't really keep any data. We no. just know that anecdotally people tell us about one out of four of their pain letters hit pay dirt, if you will, and they get the call back, which is it's obviously... It's one that counts. It's one that counts. <laughs> way better than the black hole. But it'd be you know more satisfying if it was three out of four, but it isn't you know in general. But um, what's funny is when people say, I want data by position, by... We, we just hit the delete button. It, to say, I want data before I will try... Just already says you're. You know what, dude? You got to go to a different career coach because you, the whole thing with human workplace is you're going to grow the muscles. You're going to try. Yeah, it's Nobody, about you. It's exactly. about you doing it, gaining something from it, and being able to do better the next and time learn you're more faced with a and be stronger yeah, with a and be stronger. Situation. It's sure. you know it's funny that we have this one word in the English language, learn. That means so many different things yeah. are learning. When we talk about learning, it's experiential. Yeah. It isn't, yeah. now I know X plus Y equals right. Z. 
And even when you talk, Evan, about the template, and we do have the pain letter template. There's yep. four parts, obviously, in a pain letter. We're not going to go into that no. today, but it's everywhere. It's, you just Google the term yep. pain letter, you'll find it. And yes, you're going to apply it, but it's much more important what you said, Evan, in your letter about learning and thinking deeply about what you bring to each company. Exactamundo, bro. It's not, oh, I'll just stick in this word and I'll stick in that term. Pain letters are not mad libs. No, they're not. <laughs> Remember Mad Libs? Yes. you got to think. You've got to think, and that's hopefully what they're teaching MBAs and undergraduate students and all that, is how to think independently and how to look at situations and get the context and put that into your decision-making model. So, you know, we're just doing our little part to accelerate that motion. Well, we thank him for writing, and we Most definitely. Love, to, love to hear what's happening out there. Please us. write to us. Yes. Just, you know, you can find the fan mail link on our site or just write to Michael at humanworkplace.com with your stories. Yeah. So we got some news this week. Yes, we do. We got that premium site. We're going to talk about the new premium site. We've been working on this premium site. We got premium human workplace members, and we, you know, just felt like we needed to take a big step up in the way that we uh, promote, provide information for them, which is stories and eBooks and podcasts and webinars. So we've been working on our premium site and it's just launching. It's a huge step up. It's really cool. Very inviting. Lots of information there. You could spend hours sitting on there, just browsing around, Mm -hmm. learning about your career and your job search and your branding and networking and entrepreneurism and getting ideas for yourself and getting inspiration. And it's all at humanworkplace.com and the premium site. And you can become a premium member of the Human Workplace and dive in. So you can sign up at our site, yep. humanworkplace.com. Yep, there's a monthly yep. membership or there's an annual membership. And uh, if you're thinking about making changes or you're just thinking about what you want to do, what you want to be when you grow up, <laughs> you know, come to humanworkplace.com, join us as a premium member and get into that uh, premium site. Yeah. So also our new four week and 12 week virtual courses begin again on Saturday, February 7th, February 7th. Yep. All of our super popular courses like reinvention roadmap and there's launcher consulting business and breaking into the hidden job market. Um, and, um, get ahead and extreme career makeover. They're all starting up again. Plus our Really terrific four-week courses like Humanize Your Resume and Networking for Job Seekers and Set Your Career Direction and a bunch of other courses. They're all starting out on February 7th. Absolutely. So grow some new muscles with us. Yeah, absolutely. These courses, if you haven't done one of our courses, uh, I think you're going to have a great experience. A <laughs> lot of information, yeah. fun exercises, a lot of... And you can do it at your own pace. That's it. When you feel like it, yeah. when it works in your schedule. We send you the lessons every week, and it's like opening a little mini Christmas box and, you know, just exploring some new aspect of your life, your career, your job search, whatever it is, your brand. And it's pithy stuff, and people are very, uh, very excited about it. Excited about it, right? Yep. All right. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn if you're not doing that already. And also like our Facebook page and let us know how we can help you grow your flame. Most definitely. Thank you, Molly. Thank you, Liz.